Rue, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. So, hi and welcome to the Crown Crane Mental Health Podcast. Um, this is our first exclusively audio episode. Um, and I'm joined by the lovely Rue today. Uh, so, yeah, Rue, if you want to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you. No, I know it's not your first time here, so... <laughs> yes. Yes, no, I'm super excited to be here. I mean, um, and yeah, so I am the founding director of I Can Always. Um, it's a social enterprise helping people on their healing and wellness journey. Um, it, it's offering um, services, like for example, programs and also physical products. So it's really just about helping other people, serving other people, um, on their journey and it was something that I, I wasn't really doing the last time that I was on the podcast but I had been talking about um, so it's mm-hmm. been uh, such a development so yeah that's me and every, everything's going okay with that since you've started well not started it but um, everything's going okay with that right now like well, what exciting things are you, are you doing in the mental health space with that at the moment yeah so just introduce something that's um not so uh it's not common on the market so it's a healing journal which Mm. actually is not when i looked and assessed and i searched the word healing journal you know you would expect to see so many popping up but there wasn't really any that do what this one does so um the healing journal itself has a qr code inside where people can scan to access exclusive videos so that they're not alone in the journey you know because it's one thing to um just be journaling and not really have that extra support with someone kind of talking you through the journey um Mm -hmm. and this is what this does and it's been an exciting journey to kind of launch this because um yeah just creating it was was so much fun (laughs) it sounds that sounds amazing and i'm sure it's gonna do great things and um so yeah like you know how's how's your year going so far how's how's everything going so far with um 2021 yeah, I mean, it's hit the ground running because, mm-hmm. so we launched on Friday, this Friday just gone, uh, which was the 29th of Jan. Yeah. And throughout the whole of January, it was just about just getting the ground running and also more clients coming on board um, mm-hmm. for the one-to-one sessions. So trying to balance that. But just even from a personal perspective, I think that it's been quite, it was quieter because last year I, I felt things got a bit too loud in terms of this person needs this, this is falling apart on this side. And it yeah. was just, I really felt like hiding uh, in a corner. But during the Christmas break, I said, I'm going to take some me time. I'm going to switch off. I'm going to shut everything down. And so mm-hmm. when I came back into into uh, 2021, I felt a bit more rejuvenated, like, okay, re- I'm ready to go, ready to just keep going and opportunities and doors are opening that yeah. I didn't realize would be. Um, and so, no, it's been, it's, it's amazing so far. That sounds good. And I mean, it, it kind of feeds into something that I do want to talk about today. Yeah. Um, and that's just like people's mental well-being um, through 2020. You know, we were hit with um, um, the COVID-19 pandemic and, mm. you know, the the whole big movement with Black Lives Matter and, you know, police brutality. Yeah. Um, well, police brutality as a whole, but as well as the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, mm. It was just a year full of just 
a lot of shaking off of the world and you know whether it's through the pandemic um it disrupted a lot of businesses it disrupted a lot of people's plans um you know i for one really love traveling i haven't mm. been on holiday for more than 12 months and it's and, it, and i'm itching a lot of people a lot of people had a lot of things scheduled in and things that they wanted to achieve in 2020 which did not happen mm. um and you just touched on a great point that you know you've, you've hit the ground running this year even though we're there we're still in the same place we're still um you know in in, in lockdown with no real outlook in terms of when we're going to get out of it mm. how are you using your shortcomings um and any disruptions to your plans in 2020 to kind of attack and move forward um in 2021 like what are those key things that you've identified and thought mm, this didn't go so well I, I didn't overcome this this um adversity mm. or this uh, you know this pandemic held me down in this way with my thinking or with my career or my mental health or whatever it is that's changing your outlook and changing your approach in 2021 i hope that question wasn't too long um, no 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 yeah. I'm, I'm already thinking about yeah. some of the things um i think i've i've i'm a homebody i mm-hmm. love being at home so i've quite yeah. enjoyed not that I don't like being around my friends, but I've quite enjoyed not having the obligation to be here, there and everywhere. Of course, mm. I've missed traveling and I have missed my friends and I've missed, you know, being with family and stuff like that. Especially this this third lockdown has really made yeah. it so difficult to see anybody. Um, and so I think last year for me, it was because I lost my job in mm. Ju- June yeah. and I knew that it was it was supposed to happen in the sense that I was supposed to now go into business full time. Um, but when I lost my job, I think although I was prepared for it mentally, I also I wasn't really prepared for it emotionally mm. because it made me to start doubting myself just because because I was let go. It was like I was fired basically, and um, some of the comments they gave. I, I was I was starting to think, do I really lack in this area? Am I not good in this area? And mm. so it was like a lot of self-doubt started to come in, feelings yeah. of failure started to come in. Can I really make it in business? And I realized that those were just self-limiting beliefs. Mm. Um, the reason why I didn't do well in that job is because I wasn't passionate about it and I didn't invest yeah. into it what they needed. And that's totally understandable. They are you know, looking at how they're going to make money, how they're going to get a return. And I wasn't delivering because what the pandemic really showed me was I wasn't passionate about what I was doing. I yeah. loved it and I was good at it. But actually, I I was hungry to go out and help people with their mental mm. well-being. And that's not what I was doing. I was hurting. Like, you know, when the Black Thing Lives uh, Matter came, I was hurting emotionally to mm. see that happening and to be in a job bro that was not allowing me to do something about it kind of my motivation for that business went downhill because mm. i felt like um you know why am i even part of a culture that doesn't support my culture mm. my background and that really disheartened me and i think my efforts in that business just kind of went downhill and so i realized that actually this 
the pandemic or the lockdown was low-key a blessing for me just mm-hmm. because I was able to kind of have a, you know, find that bigger picture of what is really important to me. You know, the kind of crisis that people have when they're in their thir- like late mid thirties, like what, what am I really living for? What mm-hmm. am I doing? It, I think that season helped me find myself but it was hard because I had to battle with the thoughts of, am I good enough? Can I really do this? Am I in over my head? You know, right now I'm living with my mom and she's kind of paying all the bills. I went from paying my own bills and being self-sufficient to having to be dependent again. Mm -hmm. I felt like a failure, but I knew that it was a sacrifice I had to make. Um, even to the point of job roles were coming up, I was being asked to, 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 to have, to, to be brought into businesses for roles and I was turning them down. Um, and I thought I was crazy. (laughs) I thought I was crazy for doing it, but I knew that it was time that, Mm. you know, people are dying and I had that really sunk in and it made me realize actually, I don't really have the luxury of time, um, Mm. to, to wait until I have certain amount in my account, I have, um, you know, stability or I'm not in debt or whatever it is. I knew now was the time and I, I had to overcome the difficulty. So what I took out of 2020 was do it anyway. The, the biggest thing for me is do it even when you're grieving and grieving just means hurting. I was grieving from the job because I yeah. felt, you know, as I said before, but um yeah i just i just took out that i have to do it no matter what i think my state is because it's helping people and it's changing lives yeah i mean that that's that's really powerful um it's really really powerful what you're doing and what you're able to take away from that mm-hmm. um and i mean you know just even the fact that you're able to just self assess um to that point and really home in and zero in on your on your why um, and be able to identify with your why. Um, it's 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 really empowering. Um, and how is that? How is that? Um, whether what? Sorry, not even how is that? Were there any um, self doubts even within that process? Um, so like let's say at the start of this year and kind of just going straight to the target. Like were there any doubts that came over your mind? Like whether what what was it that kind of stuck? kept you and your mindset grounded to your mission that that, um, that question was a bit of a mouthful but i'm pretty sure you're picking up what i'm putting down. <laughs> yeah yeah no 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 it made sense it made sense mm. and i think that um the self-doubts were really just am i able my past doesn't really look like where i'm trying to go my culture well my you know family background doesn't really look like where i'm trying to go can i Mm. really do this and you know sometimes when you have a dream and you have a passion for something you will you are the only one who will believe it more than anyone else around you Mm. because they don't visualize or see the problem the way that you don't even if they see the problem they don't see how it could be helped so Mm. it was almost like it was a a lonely journey to a degree 
I'm grateful, you know, of course, my mom was really encouraging in terms of just telling me I can do it, that this is the time that she's behind me and supporting me 100%. Um, but even when I would tell other people what I'm doing, I think their fear would reflect in, in me saying, I do this full time now, this is what I'm doing. And so sometimes that would kind of transfer onto me. Um, but I would have to, I think what then kept me grounded is my faith to know that I didn't come in this on my own. I came in um, with the anchor of, of my faith and what I believe in and what I believe my purpose is. And so it's just about knowing that passion or purpose also means sacrifice and listening to people who have gone through the journey really, really helped. How has the pandemic um, kind of impacted you? You know, like we were in lockdown, we've been in lockdown for a whole year. I know you're home, Bobby. Um, but yeah. <laughs> going into another lockdown or as we're in another lockdown with no kind of vision to an end, um, mm. how are you How are you approaching this year differently in that sense? Like, are you looking forward to lockdown or is the slowing down to life kind of helping you out? Like, uh, how, how would you... How do you see the the COVID situation and your mental health? Like, how's that? Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to going out and meeting people and being around people, mm. but at the same time, a little bit nervous. Um, I was talking to to someone mm. who who said who asked me when the when was the last time I I did a COVID test. I I'm always at home, so I haven't had one done just yet. Mm. Um, and so they were like, oh, you know, soon I'm going to be asking people. Um, that are coming around me to also have a test mm -hmm. and I thought wow this is the world that we're going in that you know there are people who are going to to them for them to feel comfortable to meet up is going to require having a test done and making sure that you're you're safe that you're you know you, you don't have anything and it's not necessarily a bad thing but I think it really sunk into me that things are not going back to normal mm. that's when you go out and you meet people, it's really going to be so many precautions are going to have to be taken. So I cannot just plan and say, oh, Clay, I'm coming to see you, you know, mm -hmm. next week. Like, you might even say to me, oh, but before you come, can you make sure you, you get tested? <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand nobody. <laughs> I don't know if I know. Um, yeah, I know what we're both thinking, but <laughs> um, but that's the world we're going into, and so it's um, it's that kind of element of wow, it's really getting to that place where things you're just going to see your friend is just not going to be that easy anymore, mm -hmm. um. And so I'm, I am looking forward to it, to see people. I, although I do love my space, I also really love my family and friends. I love mm. being around people. I love to kind of have conversations, chat, laugh, have a cocktail. Um, mm. And so I really miss that. I really, really miss that. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, even, even though it might not happen quick enough, I'm also embracing the season that I'm in of just being at home because things are really picking up in the business. Mm. Um, I, I really, really feel like if things go back to normal, everything is just going to explode. And I don't know if I'm able to carry it 
or yeah. I would have to outsource resources to help me because I think that um, I'm enjoying the the quiet a bit. <laughs> yeah. How about how about you? Um, well, with me, um, you know, just a lot like yourself, I I was very comfortable on my own. Um, mm. Obviously, traveling has been just a big ball ache for me. Um, it's something that I always used as an escape. I'm a bit of a workaholic, so mm. uh, being able to go on holiday a few times a year was just a way for me to hit the reset button so I can go again, um, as in go back to work and, <laughs> and you know, do that again. Mm. Um, but just being stuck within working 24-7 and trying to juggle my business, uh, my nine to five mental health podcast, um, as well as just other ventures that I may have my hands in. Um, it, there's just been no work-life balance. Um, it just feels like everything was work, work, work. Um, so I actually had to result in moving all my computers out of my flat, mm. um, getting a studio and just so that I can just get that separation again because it just felt like work was at home. Right. and it, it just it was just annoying um yeah. but i eventually settled in I, you know it, i think that the slowing down of life and slowing down in the way that we did things really helped me as someone that was really busy um mm. so that's a re- that's a positive that i've been able to take away from you know just being going through lockdown and trying to navigate through lockdown the slowing down of everything has really helped me to kind of just get on top of what i'm doing be able to actually plan more um and be a bit more of um to work in more of an anticipating manner rather than being reactive to work and just kind of dealing with things as they come because there's so much you know coming in i'm actually able to now anticipate projects plan more and that's helped me as a person in my own personal development um and it's also taken a lot of the stress off of what i do you know um and whereas a lot of people around me have maybe been um laid off or um unfortunately even lost lost their jobs or been put on furlough um i've not really been too impacted in that way um right right so that's that's an, again another positive for me um and then with regards to just um just approaching this year that's coming up i think um again being able to just not really have expectations and I think a very good friend of mine Leo um, put this in a really beautiful way in a conversation that we were having on Clubhouse a few weeks ago mm. um, all we can do as people is just be able to adapt to the, to the current situation as best as possible you know yeah. I'm not someone that goes through life with expectations I've not been that way for a very very long time because I hate getting disappointed Mm. Um, but with regards to even just living in this time where we're in the middle of a pan, you know, a panoram- panoramic or a Panasonic or a Panorama, everything, <laughs> um, you know, Panor everything, Panor everything. But um, while we're while in the, we're in the middle of all of that, um, the the worst thing we can do for ourselves is just set expectations, you know. Um, mm. But the best thing that we can do is just make the current situation that we're in as comfortable for us as possible you know um whether it just be like i think every friday i do a zoom call um with a few of my friends within the ugandan community um Mm. even the guys at church we we do that on zoom 
mm. and just you know just being on playstation with the, with the boys it, keep, it gives me an escape so that yeah. i know that i can't see them physically i know that we can't just go out and do all of this and even in a, in a way even saving money um or even the temptation that you know i'm a christian oh, yeah. so the temptation of going out and um going to a bar or you know anything like that popping bottles this is it you know being able to save money from all of those things that we used to all think were so important right. uh, but then as soon as they're taken away and you've lived a year without you know really going out clubbing mm. you kind of think hmm, did i need to do that because i'm still able to function just fine and i'm not i'm not wasting money every weekend um or whenever however frequently people used to go out um mm. waste the money just for for a night for a night of cheap you know thrills that were not so cheap so mm. i think that's the, again just being able to just take away um po- pockets of positivity that's all we can do until things are back to some form of normal whatever that will look like you know mm, it's so good yeah that's so good and I, and I think I like what you said there about some of the things that we thought were important the 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 clubbing scene and and what that all looked like and how we started building our friendships and relationships mm. um I think that this season I don't know about you but I found that it's a lot harder to have conversations Mm-hmm. Than, than we thought you know mm-hmm. I think it's become a lot harder to have conversations because you know now all we have is conversation now we have to be creative and I think it really highlighted how complacent we'd become and mm-hmm. how even when we're together when we're together um, in terms of you know you see your friends but most of the time you're taking a snap you're taking you know all this sort of like content without really connecting with the people that are in front of you. But now it's like when you do catch up with your friends, you get to know the depth of how their mental well-being is doing. I mm. think I've gotten closer to my friends in the pandemic than I did when before because okay. now there's more effort that's being put in to contact each other, to have depth conversation because otherwise we're not going to see each other, you know, anytime soon. So Yeah, well- you know, there's, there's, it's, it's a lot more important for the, for the, for the relationships that we have to be, to be a lot more intimate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because we, it's not just a matter of calling someone for five minutes and you know, hi, like how are you? Yeah, I'm popping round. Which mm-hmm. like, like I'm, I'm, I was always someone that hated phone conversations. I hated them with a passion. Like as soon as my phone rings. I'd always be trying to get <laughs> off the phone as soon as possible. Like that's mm. that's that's my thing. You know, text me. I may reply. I'll, I might be busy, so I'll, I'll just consult my phone whenever I'm ready, rather than yeah. like. But you would text it. though. You like I remember when you would text. I'll be like, oh, Clay, there's like fifty messages here. <laughs> yeah, well, this is this is the this is the thing. But even like now, like I've gotten to a point because communication is so. Like it's 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 at the forefront of every you know all we can do is communicate you know mm. um so now like I don't want to become a I don't even want to use the word slave I don't want to I don't want I don't want to um basically become compliant to my notifications I don't want yeah. to be led by my notifications on my phone um mm. because you can easily just because all we can do is text and call each other that's all we yeah. can do so. 
when you're trying to be productive, I don't want my phone pinging off and then I'm having to reply to my text messages just because a text has come in. Um, mm. And it's just finding that balance because there's a, there's been a few times where people called me or messaged me and I've had to either just like wait for the message and say, look, such and such. I can't give you 100% of me right now. So mm. I don't want to you know, have a half-assed conversation with you where I'm, I know that my mind is so distracted on this, 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 this. I'd mm. rather wait and talk to you at the right time because yeah. I know that this particular conversation requires the intimacy for, um, from me that I may not be able to, to, to give right now, you know. And I think just even setting those boundaries with my communication, that's, you know, we've been very yeah. positive, positive, positive. But that's like a negative maybe from the pandemic or something that I have been struggling with personally. Um, and it's been a challenge just being able to set those communication boundaries to where, yeah. to where I'm not just replying because the notification is here now. Or ba- basically, um, even with work, feeling like I have to be available just because an email has come through and then um. another one and another one. You know, it's been so hard to balance that because all people can do right now is use the communication channels online on the phone or whatever it's like we're treating that as like an instant instant messenger whereas before it'd be like oh no no i'll see you i'll see you at five o'clock no problem bye and that's it but now that that person requires 10 15 20 minutes from you because Mm. you're not going to see you're not going to just pop around and sort the problem out or you're not going to see them later so that's, that that's so true. Of, yeah, that whole intimacy of conversations has just been a bit of a yeah, it's a sticky point for me. Yeah, and you know that really struck a chord in me. If you could feel like the way I'm triggered, because mm. I've really struggled with boundaries, especially when it comes to phone calls. Because I'm a lot mm. better on the phone than on text. If you text me, you really I even put on my WhatsApp that expects <laughs> replies mm. from from forty eight to seventy two hours because I'm terrible because I'm usually most of the time on my computer. So people mm. now just call me and I'm not so disciplined in not picking up. I just mm. I pick up and before you know it, I've spent an hour on the phone. I've spent two hours on the phone and I then feel guilty that I've given so much of my time away and wasn't able Mm. to come off because I think um I do a lot of listening and I found that you know because I'm available to listen the majority Mm. of the time people start talking and I don't really know how to kind of say hey um I'm kind of in the middle of something right now because Mm. it's that fear of offending them or that fear of if I'm not available to you know for them nobody else is available for them but mm. then it also takes away from some of the work that I'm doing. Because you know when you're at work, people, yeah. everybody else is at work. So there's that boundary that, you know, during the day between 9 to 5, nobody's really calling each other, maybe yeah. in the yeah. evening. But now there is no boundary there because people yeah. can just keep moving their mouse <laughs> for the green light on Skype to come on or on Teams to come on. Um, and they just call each other. And so... It's actually an area I've noticed in myself that I've really struggled with setting up some boundaries for people to call me. And yeah, yeah and I, I just, what you just said just kind of said, made me think, I think I should be much more honest. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's, it's, it's key to just be clear because mm. you can't give, you can't just give, 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 give yourself because, like you said, you've also got obligations, you've also got work to do, you've also got 
um, deadlines to meet. And then you've also got um, your own personal time that, you know, you need to dedicate to things. So mm. it, it, I always kind of just weigh it out. My my and my um, advice to you would just be just weigh it up, review, you know the person or you may know what they're looking to talk about mm. and then just police it from there. Because like, I found I've had to do it for, to a few people now um, and even like with my work colleagues. I, I I had to just change my number. I had to change my number, um, <laughs> and I haven't, I, you know, I haven't advertised my personal number. Like, if you need me, email me because I was getting phone calls at this time, this time. I was like, normally you wouldn't call me about this, 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 and that. I'm not available to be a soundboard right now because I've got this going on and that going on. Like, just email me, and or even with friends. They've been, you know, again, I mentioned my friend Leo, he's going for a situation and I knew that it was serious because he's like, Clay, I need to talk to you about X, Y and Z. Mm -hmm. But at the time I was like, "Mm, that's going to be a long conversation. How I'm feeling right now, I haven't got the time to put towards that and I haven't got the emotional availability to put myself Mm -hmm. towards that. But I was just very honest with him and I said, bro, I know this is really important to you and this, you know, you might want to just take a note of this um, route. I just said to him, I know that this is very important to you right now, but I have to be able to give this the attention that it deserves. And right now, I haven't got the attention that this deserves and I don't want to do you that disservice. But I will call you back at this time on this day and where I'm actually able to give you 100% of my time for that, mm. for that, for that moment and that will actually serve you better. Mm. And he's like, no worries, bro thank you and that was it and like once you take that first step people people do reach out and people do do you know like need you yeah. but as long as you're able to set your boundaries you're not saying no you're not saying oh like da, da, da. they're also human as well like the people that you talk to they're your friends as well they, they have to be understanding you're yeah, also yourself available and also have to be able to respect your boundaries and i mean now if you reacted in a different way then I'm I'm sorry, but I still can't put myself there. My peace, I have to protect my peace first. And I have to, you know, I'm mm. coming to you from a respectful place of I will give you the right amount of um, myself and the right amount of attention because your situation deserves that. But right yeah, now, totally. I'm not able to offer that right now. And you'll be getting 20% of me. Is that what you want? And yeah, it's, it's so not, true. Yeah. It's so true. I love that, the way that you just put that in terms of Sometimes it's just about that transparency to let someone know that you don't want to pour from an empty cup because mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, it's not going to help them even in that process that even mm-hmm. though they're seeking help from you, it still will not, um, you know, support them in the way that they need because actually you need to refill. And it's something that I definitely have noticed. And, and thank you for that kind of, like, you know, um advice because it's that element of even just you know the conversation we're having right now there are Mm. things that I can pick out and say you know what I now when I realize that actually uh I need to kind of tighten up this this space because I'll forever be stressed I'll forever Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. just kind of be over available for people but not really available for myself yeah um and it's that balance between being there for other people but also loving yourself enough to say I want to love you from a place of uh, wholeness rather than from lack. Exactly. I think it's, it, 
it's something that you know we all need to take into this year and take into consideration this year for sure. Mm. Yeah. I'm just looking at the time now, Lorraine. So I think we're gonna have to come to an end of this episode. Um, but thank you so so much for coming on. Thank you for being the first um guest on this on this um, audio. Oh, I'm the first. The first. Wow, I feel really special. The maiden one. (laughs) Yes. Um, you know, rightfully so. So I mean, it's 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 amazing to have you on and you know, you're always welcome. We wanna keep a track of how your how your healing journals are going. Um and you know, I'll figure out a way to co host and add more people. Mm. Um and yeah, you know, just continue to keep the conversation going. And yeah, well thank you for thank you for thank you for being a guest. Is that is there um any plugs you can give for your healing journal or even your page or your youtube channel where can people connect with you yeah totally i mean first of all thank you so much for having me and having Mm -hmm. this conversation i hope it helps someone on their journey and would love to come back and be a regular i'm gonna Mm -hmm, be bombarding mm -hmm. you (laughs) (laughs) i'll be Um, i'll be policing that with my boundaries (laughs) (laughs) love it love it um but yeah no i mean my website www.icanalways.co.uk um everything is on there um the community the um uh, wellness hub and um healing journals and and services it's all on there and also just podcast as well a silent tale um which is just all about kind of you know picking out something that's silent that's not spoken about much and amplifying its its story amplifying and the topic um and and that's the podcast a silent tale um and yeah it's just i can always on instagram and a silent tale podcast on instagram as well that's it perfect well thank you so much for joining us and um, thank you all for taking the time out to listen i hope you're able to just connect with ruth um pick up her healing journal and um you know just leave us a comment or leave her a comment and yeah thank you we'll catch you on the next one yes thank you bye